Hello everyone, this is Pastor Jack Wilson of the famous Piatas Baptist Church in downtown sunny Piatas. And this is, yeah, I think, hey, I'd like to talk to you about, are you the one? Are you the one? And what's that mean, are you the one? Are you the greatest basketball player of all time? Are you the richest man to hit the hit Wall Street? No, 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 no. See, all those things are temporal. These are temporary things that get you nowhere. When you die, none of that goes with you. All you get is a rotten body. All right? Now, are you the one uh, tells you about your relationship with God? There are so many people out there that are supposedly, or maybe even they are, Christians, but they really have no real relationship <coughs> no real desire to serve or to you know or to do the will of the father there are so many examples of the spirit of god being with particular people you you know you read the bible you don't read about everybody that god has laid uh, the holy spirit on you read of certain peoples and uh, i'll give you one example from my own life my brother was the smart, stable one in the family. He was my father's favorite. He was the baseball star, the football star. He threw darts. He knew how to bowl. He did everything you could think of. He was a sports guy, and I wasn't. And my sister would be my mom's favorite. She was a girl, you know. She wore dresses, do your hair, all that stuff. That was woman's stuff. I wasn't there either. You know whose favorite I was? I was the devil's favorite. I got in trouble all the time, and yet, out of us three, God called me. God called Joseph out of the twelve. Spiritually, I don't know what the others had, other than being a descendant of Abraham. However, what did Jesus say? In John 8:39, they answered and said unto him, Abraham is our father. And Jesus said unto them, if you were Abraham's children, you would do the works of Abraham. Now, were they Abraham's children? Yes, they were. Alright, they were descendants of Abraham, technically. But Jesus was talking about the spiritual sense, the, the realm of, of the spirit, and where you serve God with all your mind, heart, and soul. They weren't doing that. They were evil beings. They were Pharisees. They, they sinned more than they didn't. And we have read all about Joseph, but what have we read about the rest? Who was saved and who was not? Abraham was the father of faith, and so those who have that faith have also Abraham as their father. And that means whether they are blood relatives or spiritual relatives. 1 Corinthians 15.50 says, Now this I say, brethren, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, Neither doth corruption inherit incorruption. So you don't get to heaven because uh, of who you know physically. There's nobody on earth that could send you to heaven. Alright? It's only by who you know spiritually. That would be Jesus Christ. Joseph is a great man to study. He's a wonder to behold. His father raised a bunch of ungodly kids. And yet, he was called by God, 
in his young years. He was favored by his father and hated by his brothers. How could any of us handle that? What a life he must have went through, huh? His brothers hated so much that when he were out in the field, he threw them in a pit and sold them to the Ishmaelites. Now who knows what they did to him, but they sold him to Egypt where he was lifted up and then dropped by a scheming woman. What, what I mean by that is when he went to Egypt, he got a job in Potiphar's house as a servant. And when Potiphar wasn't there, his wife would try to attack Joseph, try to seduce him. And at one point, he ran away and she held on to his garment and it ripped. And she started screaming to the gods that he tried to rape her. And, uh, that's, and, and that's how she got the garment, which of course was a lie. And so they threw him in jail. And many of us would complain that it was unfair when we should have said, I will wait for the plan of God. I mean, if you really believe in God, if you truly believe in God, wouldn't you say, you know, this sounds really strange that I'm in jail for attempted rape, which I know I didn't do. But I also know that God knows all these things. What kind of plan does he have for me? That would be the cool way of looking at it. Well, after passing that test, he was promoted back into the kingdom as the second highest ruler in the land. And I'll tell you what, folks. This guy was a good servant of the Lord. And so good was he that he was second highest. Only, only Pharaoh could override his decisions. And he proven to be the greatest leader that Egypt had ever had. Now, if only we did not protest or wail and lament when life becomes hard and instead focus for the goal that God has for us and is obtained by obedience. Did you hear that? Our goal is obtained by obedience. And that means when we obey God, God blesses us. Thank you. End of story. Not when we stop whining, which we should have done a long time ago. How many of us has missed the prize time after time because we refuse to take what God has allowed us to endure? Psalms 30.5 For his anger endureth but a moment, in his favor is life, weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. What's that mean? It means you may be being punished for some reason, take it. You deserve it, take it. Alright? And um, uh, also you may be enduring something for not for what you've done wrong, but what God wants to test you for. What did he say? How much better is it when you, you take it, when you get punished for doing something you didn't do wrong? And it's true. And that's what God's trying to teach you. And once you do that, you win again. James 1-2 My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations, different troubles, knowing this, that the trying of your faith, what's it do? It works patience. Patience. And patience is a good thing. But the patience have her perfect worth. Let it. 
Let it have the perfect work that you would be perfect and entire wanting nothing. Wanting nothing. What's that mean? Not that if uh, you wake up in the morning and you're hungry, uh, you won't want breakfast. No, that's not what it means. It means that you have no great desire for something that you have to have it no matter what. You know, people say, oh, I got to have a new car. I got to have a house. No, you may want that, but it's not an overwhelming want. You get that now? Not an overwhelming well, want. Joseph joyfully and patiently endured, and in the end, he had want of nothing. Are you that person? Or the person that cries and wails and whines at every trial that comes along? Time after time, you fail the test, and by doing so, you repeat the course. Your friends have all graduated, but you are still stuck in grammar school. In all my years, I have learned this, and that everything we have is from the hand of God to teach us, to make us better, to lift us up. How we react to it will determine if we excel in life or fall behind. Are you a David? Who endured great pains? Great pains, even the attack of his own son, but became the most respected king in the world. Are you an Elijah or John the Baptist, who also went through hardships, but in the end joy and peace was theirs? Are you a Paul or any one of the apostles? Perhaps you are an Ananias or a Sapphira, who although were Christians were failures in this life. Today, if you hear the Holy Spirit speaking to you, choose who you are and who you will be. God may have you in mind to do great things. And right now, you don't think that because you're not doing great things. Right now, you're a different person. You know what? I was a different person all the way up to my early 30s until I decided to turn my life around and follow God. Well, it was the Holy Spirit that convinced me, but he called me and I responded. All those other years, they, they weren't good ones, I'll tell you folks. So if you've been a screw up, you've done everything wrong, if things never seem to work for you, you may be just the one that God is looking for. Call on him today. Ask him to be the Lord of your life. Ask him to run your life the way he sees fit. And I tell you what, you may be the one. You may be the one to do the greatest things for him. And I think that's so wonderful. Lord, talk to the people today and let them know the ones you are calling, Lord God, let them know who you are. Let them come and respond to you. Let more people be the one so they can praise you and glorify you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now, if you need to talk to me about this, you just send me an email, 7101 at USA.net. That's 7101 at USA.net. And I'll be glad to return your email. Thank you. God bless. See you next week.